Welcome to the My Top 5 podcast where it's our duty to disagree with personal preference. I am your host, Fleur Shomo. And I'm your co-host, Luke Shomo. Hello, Fleur. Hi, Luke. How are you? I'm good. Your nice brings in the air, kind of. Is that a nice nice glass of wine you've got there? Yeah. We, do you know what we haven't done in forever on the podcast is what are you drinking? Well, what are we, what are we drinking? Yeah, I'm having a nice red. I haven't drank on the podcast in forever. So yeah, a nice red. I'm having a, a, a non-alcoholic Spindrift sparkling water, pineapple oh. flavor, which Let's I've never had. Let's see if we can get the, get the uh, promotion from them. <laughs> I know. I could, Sponsor I'd love their spindrift. stuff. So if, they're, if, if the general company is listening, feel free to shoot some this way. <laughs> Stranger things have happened. Um, yeah, no, no spring is in the air. This is obviously um, recording a couple of weeks before this comes out, but um, we did have a couple of warm days. We obviously had a bit of a, a flurry today of snow, but we did have some warm days. So I am feeling a bit more happier. A bit more happier. That's terrible. Golf English. is on the a horizon, Fleur. Golf is on the oh, horizon. Yeah. Can't wait. <laughs> and I know that you don't care about that, but our guest does, and that makes me happy. I get to have a golf buddy on and. Oh, yeah. It's not just my brother. Uh, that's true. Do you know, I didn't write anything about his golf love in, in the uh, background that we do on our guest today, but our guest is Pima himself, which is what I call you, but really we should really the say the whole name, which is Paul Mark Russo. How are we saying that last name? I that's, like right, that. that's perfect. I, I, I think as a British person, that's about as good as it gets. Oh, okay. Sorry. I forgot you were <laughs> French. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, as a Canadian person, I'm not going to say it any better than that either. So we're just going to go with I that. I can promise you as an American, it's only getting worse. So. <laughs> Where does that come from? Is it French, I'm guessing? It is French. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But you know, French Canadian. So I mean, I'm not all the way Euro. Can you speak French? Not well. No, no. I grew up, uh, you know, in like French school yeah, and stuff, yeah. but um, none of it stuck. It's funny, isn't it? But, we said on this once before, like a couple of the only things I remember are like, Ue la bibliothèque, like where's the library? Why do I remember that? It's a very important <laughs> it's question. A, it's an awesome word. You know, <laughs> it's maybe one of the best why, words in yeah. all of language. <laughs> okay, Pima, as uh, your close friends call you, and I think everybody calls you, right? So we're just going to call you Pima. I'm in. Yeah, I okay. like it. Pumar. 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 Um, Pumar. You obviously are the lead guitarist and backing vocals for Silverstein. You have been doing that for around, what, 10 years now? 10 years is right, 10? yeah. Oh, wow, look at that. That was a good yeah. guess. <laughs> yeah. um, I read somewhere that you started off as a guitar tech for them. Is that true? Yeah, yeah, it's that's totally true. I, basically right out of high school, um, and I almost, I think, was like a pity hire. Like, I didn't really have anything else going on, and... Um, I had been kind of kicking around with them just as pals around Burlington, the town we're all from. And uh, I think, yeah, there was, I, I mean, I wasn't asking for very much money. Like, um, I read in fact, I was asking that, for no money. Uh, yeah, they, I read somewhere that me, you I think, said pay me in pizza and beer or something. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah, worse ways I, I, to be paid. There's worse ways. It, it definitely started. That, the number I remember was I was making like $200 a week. Which is actually not too bad. Really? That's for a touring guitar tech. Hey, starting out in two thousand and eight. I guess. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. That. Yeah, and, it was. Yeah, yeah. That's true. Yeah, and I was absolutely uh, superfluous. Like they already had Kevin Canelli teching for them. He can more. He's more than competent to do the, it all. But uh, anyway, yeah, I was. I was a guitar tech. So, and I'm. I'm a very bad guitar tech. Nobody hire me. For that. <laughs> Don't want any side gigs. <laughs> not, not looking for work. No. No. Um, so what when the when they asked you to join, were you, was it an immediate yes? Were you like, no, I don't want to be part of this band, or were you like, hell yeah, I love this band, I've been a fan for years. 
Yeah, it. I mean, by that point, I think I'd like outgrown my fandom because I had been around, like, working um, for them and sort of just been around the the machine for so long that I was. I mean, obviously, like, um, you know, there's like a certain reverence there because they did so much for this small town yeah. in you know outside Toronto that we're all from. Um, and obviously, I still feel that way, and I don't even feel responsible for it. But back then, it was more just like, yeah, you guys are legends, and like, I'm not like a, a crazy fan anymore, but like. This is definitely something I want to be a part of. And like we had just become so close as friends at that point too. So it was just yeah, like it was a, an natural. immediate and I was working at a restaurant or something. So I was like, would I would love nothing no? more yeah. than <laughs> to walk in and quit this job. I feel like that's always the path. Working at yeah. either tending bar or working at a restaurant or something. Exactly. I mean, do the side hustle so you can do what you love on the side, I guess. Do you know what I mean? Um well, I mean, Silverstein's been around for so long. I mean, you guys, you released you released an album in March 2020. It was the best right time. At the, right at the crux. Why, did, did something else happen at that time? I thought the biggest thing in March 2020 was our record, <laughs> A Beautiful, Beautiful Place, Place to Drown. drown. Um, yeah. yeah uh, so great timing there. <laughs> So, <laughs> yeah. sadly, you... Toured hard on it. Yeah. Got to do Toured all the promo death. that you wanted to do. Everything was fine. Yeah, we got about six shows into that tour. Oh, yeah, because you were on tour. I forgot. We were. We had just played, so March, oh, I never remember the day, the 9th or something. Yeah. Maybe, um, maybe, or maybe the 12th, one of those. But we played the, like, release show in New York. The show was awesome. And we're all like, you know, we'd, like, heard about it. Yeah. Um, COVID, that is. And it's just, like, not something we know anyone had taken seriously. I'm sure it was probably the same for you guys. Mm-hmm. And then... Two days later, yeah, we we're in Charlotte, and actually, Luke, you may remember that they like canceled the Masters. Oh yeah, that that were coming up, like it was April, yep. and that's when we knew, like, yeah, this is not good. All of a like, sudden, it was like sports just stopped, and I was like, oh shit! If leagues are stopping, that's like a huge. That is it right there. Yeah. So, I was actually playing golf that day with our tour manager Ben Wilcox, and he left on oh, like yeah. the tenth hole. And I was like, man, they're canceling all this stuff. Our tour manager like can't even finish his like one round of golf. Like, we're definitely going home. This is not. <laughs> we can't finish a round of golf. Yeah, There's no more playing. I can't finish my. I can't even finish a round of golf. <laughs> yeah, so we're it's we're very uh, very hard done by in the Silverstein camp. Our caviar had gotten too warm or cold or whatever way it shouldn't be. <laughs> Whichever way caviar's not supposed to. Be. Yeah, it did that. Oh. But oh, we're making okay, awful, so you're honey. making up for that. You have a new album coming out on May sixth. Misery made me. Um are you excited right. about that? I'm super excited about it. It was like recording that album was um like we did it over a, the summer months, which for one we never do. Uh we're always either touring or not doing anything, and then we record in like this like awful rainy fall Ooh. or whatever. This is in the summer and we did it um fairly close to home, but far enough that it was worth staying, which is a couple hours. So we stayed there. Um, all together at the studio, which was nice. great. And like we bought a basketball net and put it in the parking lot. The studio, <laughs> to bring this up again, owned a golf course. So we got to like play golf every morning. Uh, so we were you like, see the theme just of have this these, floor. these amazing like outdoor days and or like mornings and then get to work. Like, I don't know, it was just such a great reset every morning to like come in fresh and like you've already been up for a bit. So then, I don't know, in the past we've done this or heard this, but like I feel like sometimes like in studio sessions, I just like end up staying up really late drinking and then i'm like hung over the next day and at noon i gotta get like food so i feel half human and yeah. i show up in my first two hours of the studio day are just like burned with like trying to get my brain working yeah but we had a totally different vibe this time and uh i think we we turned out something really cool and collaborative 
Um, and I'm, yeah, I'm really excited for everyone to hear it. I like imagining this just being all insanely positive, like super peppy, like very like beachy and God, happy. God, <laughs> Everything's awesome. Yeah. Oh, you guys man. heard that like baby shark song? It's like a lot like that, but for like two hours. It's a two hour <laughs> album also. It's a quadruple disc. <laughs> We're still doing this. It's going to be great. I think you should it's run on, with that. Um, when cassette, when actually. this episode comes out, you will be on tour with Bertie's Dev West Prada and Era. How's that going? <laughs> <laughs> Tell us about that tour. I, I don't know yet, but I I am I bet it's gonna be. Can I? I'm gonna say it's gonna be fucking awesome. You can bleep it if you need to. No, you but, can swear um, as much as you want in this fucking show. Really? <laughs> yes. That's, That's what I don't, swearing. I don't. I don't want to do it like too much, but I noticed that I just swear a lot because I'm never around children or like in a professional environment. <laughs> Um, no, I'm sure I can't wait. That tour is going to be awesome. Like I couldn't imagine better bands to be on the road with this. And like, yeah, talk about hangs of, you know, hangs of all time. Yeah. Will I be seeing either of you out there? Oh yeah. I'll be out a ton. Yeah. I gotta, I gotta look at the dates, but hoping to get out. To I've got a couple of stuff already booked in flights wise, but, um, yeah. So you and Beartooth, obviously best buds for life, which I've thoroughly enjoyed being an honor, honorary member of. Um, you, you uh, actually, I was there when Silvertooth was uh, dre- dreamt up on Warp Tour one summer summer evening. <laughs> oh. But I have never seen Silvertooth live. Wow. You missed all of them. I mi- well, you've only done it twice, but yes, I you always I used to three. decide to do it after I'd. Le- <laughs> it happened the day after I left on the la- the last time you did it, um, and so uh, I also never I got was... to be a part of the uh, celebrations afterwards that were like on boats and things. Oh, that's really too bad. Yeah, <laughs> that I sorry. I was thinking we did like a fake silver tooth at the. I think it's called Back Booth in Orlando. But it was like a side show, like a day off show or something. It was not the real deal. <laughs> The Shakopee and uh, Scranton were the real ones. I'm so bummed that you missed it, especially because you were like a founding. I was. You know, I you was were, part. You were of there. The, You're a founding father. Yeah, I was part the of the core, original the idea. Of I know. I'm so offended. Um, I remember because on Warp Tour, you guys had a. Um, you do this amazing. Look, you guys are professionals at touring now. You've been doing it for like 10, 20 years, and your guys are set up your entire. Um, trailer would fold down and become this giant patio like fake grass um, to tell people about your setup it's so good <laughs> yeah we we call it the porch so if you can imagine like listeners if you can imagine like a just a you can't imagine a semi-truck trailer because that's not what it is it's more just like a massive u-haul trailer um, and the doors don't open barn door style but it like drops down since you could like drive a car up into it or a car out of it so Generally, you know, all these buses park next to each other. There's whatever, a hundred buses or something. And the trailer is not a place, you know, it's a place people hang out, but it's not that comfortable a place. We decided to change all that. So <laughs> rather than leaving the door just Vision in this is. like 30 degree angle position where it's useless and it's just a ramp that gets slippery when it's wet, we thought let's level that out with the inside of the trailer. So we put cases, road cases under it. So it's completely level Flat. with the inside of the trailer. So now you've got this like raised deck portion of your backyard. Then we take uh, the first day of Warp Tour, we always go to a, a Home Depot or I don't support Home Depot, some other place that sells AstroTurf. <laughs> and we staple gun a bunch of AstroTurf to the inside of the trailer door. So now you've got an AstroTurf deck, but we buy it too long intentionally. So it spills onto the ground and out around the trailer. So you can uh, set up a bunch of chairs, take your 
shoes off, you know, feel, feel like the grass. grass in your toes <laughs> there. Eat your caviar. Yeah. Fairy lights, flamingos. That's, right. that's where the flamingo for up, um, silver we, teeth came from. That's right. That was a Kate Truscott original there. I think I, I still think have we had a one We just had them. a barbecue. So, like, we brought our own small propane grill. Um, what we, had? we had so much It was stuff. brilliant. Honestly, it, it was very... It made the experience brilliant, I will say. It made the sitting around just the back door of a, a bus a lot more interesting. <laughs> yeah, I would dread the shows. I just wanted to hang out back I there. Know. It's like, oh, fuck, I got to go <laughs> play now. Play? I'll be back. It got to the yeah. point where everyone was like, oh, fuck, we got the show. What time is it? Okay, as soon as that's over, straight back to the... <laughs> to, and you would like start organizing parking all next to each other so you could just extend yeah. the, the patio dreams it's like does our driver know your driver we got to hook this up so you guys can like <laughs> meet at a flying j or whatever um yeah and then warp tour started bringing us more beer like extra oh, yeah. beer because we always had Truscott. yeah she yeah. was always Thank hooking you, us up she's awesome what a legend um before we move on i want to just quickly touch on the fact that you also do a lot of writing and producing i want you to talk about that a bit um i don't know if a lot of people know but you also like have written for bear teeth as well didn't you do manipulation i want to say yeah yeah i went uh i went to nashville when caleb was there writing a recording and i was only there for like 36 hours and it was hectic but it was you know we did some at the time i don't know if he's still doing this but he was doing this like really intense type of like meditation where you like where you like breathe in like you like oversaturate your body with oxygen and it makes you feel absolutely nuts he learned but that we did from that. hands like houses that Coops. makes perfect sense yeah. <laughs> and uh i listened to the episode with alex actually but uh so we did that and i had never done that before and then he was right though right after that song just like completely just like flowed out of us took no time um it's a cool song but yeah i do as much as i can um i love to write and you know not everything i write is a silverstein song and i would i like to work with other people and like kind of get their vibe and try to help them figure out what it is they want to do and kind of just i don't know i like the collaborative nature of that stuff especially when it's something that it's like very freeing to me to not have it be like in a box of like things that is is my band yeah um and i like help helping other people try to get out of kind of like their the hole they might be stuck in and i've always really enjoyed that part so um you know writing has writing songs with other people is i think the best way of doing that and as far as production i just like people to pay me to tell me i'm right which is like (laughs) production is the best job for that it's like you're literally paying me how can i be wrong here like (laughs) (laughs) no i'm kidding but i i like i like the responsibility and i I like making albums and the whole like seeing an album through from start to finish is a lot of fun even if i'm not mixing it which i basically never am because i'm not a good mixer um and you know often i'm not even engineering it but i just like being the <laughs> being the sitting in the director's in chair and <laughs> yeah, just in the room people. just being in the room it's like really. no make it sound more this way it's got to, i'm here why can't you hear it like i need it to pop why isn't it yeah. pop where's the pop it's too much crack <laughs> what does that mean make yeah. it pop more <laughs> and obviously you do love the old golf as lucas diner talk about um are you actually I'm any good saying. are you any good i i don't think i've ever seen you play if he's i ever getting, get the chance dramatically I will, better based on the videos i've seen I will, yeah, i'll I'm be not. there drinking the margaritas on the golf cart if i ever see it but <laughs> i actually i just i the, so the reason we were late today is it's, it's my sort of like stepdad's birthday which was supposed to take place next week but then it got shifted today and the thing was it was we were playing sim golf 
So I played. um, And I shot 67 in the sim today, so that's a pretty good number. I mean, if you can do that, bring that to the course, you're set. Yeah. So is it equivalent? And it felt like a. Yeah. Well, no. (laughs) Like, yes and no. Like, it's not give or take because like you're always hitting off the same surface and there's no like you know and there's no wind and there's (laughs) but i don't know i find certain like i found the putting extremely challenging in the sim i've never even tried sim putting because it seems ridiculously hard i've never done it for real i need to go to a place that like has a legit one to try it but yeah it's my guy's getting my guy's getting legit dude he's working he's grinding out there He's well, I, don't really, I, I got nothing else to do. We, we're so locked down up here that, or, or, you know, it's opening up now, but for so long, yeah. it was like, even if I wanted to do co-writing or so, it's like, it was all over Zoom. Mm, and I, so I did a lot do. of that for the album and I fucking hate yeah. it. Like, I hate it. I need the like, let's you go get a coffee. I need to be in the room with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. It's, exactly. Yeah. Right. So I get that. I was, it, once we made the album and it was done being recorded, I was like, I don't even want to. If I have to open Zoom and like try and figure out how to plug a guitar into it again, like I'm just fucking done. Like I'll stop playing guitar. I'll just quit. You gotta get Caleb out. I on just the, quit. You gotta get Caleb out on the tour. I feel like he isn't golfing enough, man. When you guys are out, you gotta get, make him get the he sticks just out. Played, he just played golf yesterday in California. Oh, I know. So. I did see that. He took out a a sick course out there. Legend. Yeah, yeah he's talking about. He going. maybe like sit, like scheduled a day off in Monterey so we could play like yeah, you're something playing crazy. Oh yeah, he told me that. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And have you played? Have you been playing? there? No, I oh, haven't, but amazing. I want to. It's amazing. And I think we're playing St. Augustine, which is, they're playing there this, well, it won't be this week when this comes out, but the player yeah. is at TPC Sawgrass. So You're playing there too? We're playing St. Augustine as in a show, the St. Augustine Amphitheater. Oh, so how I mean, far could it be? And yeah, I mean, it's I think also it's not probably, too terribly expensive or anything to play there. I think you just have to schedule it, but I think it's definitely oh, yeah. attainable. I looked it up last time. If you want to know the price, I can tell you it's pretty expensive. Is it in the two oh hundreds? Is it two hundred? No, no, no. For, for Sawgrass, Sawgrass is a six fifty. No, it's not. <laughs> no, it's not. That can't. Maybe in the prime it, season. Maybe That's when crazy. we were because we had a day off and say we ended up playing a different course at World Golf Village or whatever, King of the Bear. I swear, and, I thought I looked it up once and it was like way like not as bad as I thought. Maybe it was like way far in advance or something, but. Um, it's a, it's it a very good odds that I'm just completely wrong. Obviously, yeah. To be fair, I thought I was thinking for some reason it was in like the two or three hundreds, and I was like, oh wow, that's like not bad at all. Oh, I definitely uh, pay that. I, I'd go around twice. I mean, I would go for six hundred. It's still worth it. But that's what I think too. But don't you know? You guys, it's gonna bankrupt me, but I'll do it anyway. That's golf chat. That's golf chat. No, I don't care. Top five golf courses. Look, I am actually a bit of a convert now. I am super into it. If Hovi, Hovi or tour. Ricky do well, and that is Ricky Fowler. Ricky or... hasn't done well in a yeah. long time, so you haven't been. Uh, no, but I still that. support but when he makes the cut. When he makes the cut, I Hovland's am very tearing happy it up. for him. Um, and I, Victor I love Victor Hovland. Hovland. Yeah, yeah, he's. Uh, I've always loved there, him. There was a time when we had a brief Instagram conversation. He and I. <gasps> he loves uh, heavy he's a music. Yeah, he's a metal guy. That's why I messaged him, and this was before he started winning all the time. So like, yeah. I messaged him, and I was like, "What's up, dude?" And like, we chatted for a second, and then like that week, I think he won uh, in Me- or in, in Mexico, and then and then he just won like so much, and now he's the number four golfer in the world, and uh, yeah. he doesn't text dude, me back. He, does, he doesn't text me back anymore. <laughs> well, he's like a billionaire now. So, so like, yeah, really. so yeah, I I if they're involved, I will watch. Um, I will still snooze through a lot of it, but I, I I can watch some golf now. So I am a bit of a convert. I, I 
I have been corrected on my stance on that. Anyway, this is the My Top 5 podcast. What subject did you pick, Pima, and why? Well, uh, something that's very important to me and is very important to everybody is um, nourishing your body so you don't <laughs> die. And an important part of that uh, is keeping your perishable items uh, unperished or alive. <laughs> so I chose to talk about the top five essential refrigerator items. What must you have in your fridge at all times? Which I, like I love as a subject. The second you sent this to me, I squealed because I was like, this is brilliant. Okay, <laughs> me and Caleb, I will say, actually, I might say what me and Caleb had a conversation about at the end to see if we're correct on any of our guesses for you, Pima. Um, oh, I'm but- sure you can read me like a book, I guarantee <laughs> you, right? <laughs> And we'll start at five, we'll work uh, our way down to one. Um, and then if you've got any honorable mentions, we'll talk about them at the end. Um, who wants to go first? Luke, you want me to go first or you want to go first? Do it, Fleur. Light okay. us up. I'm going to start with a really boring one that is an essential for me and I have it every morning. These can all be boring. These oh, are yeah. essentials. These are these are one of the foundational items Very you true. have here. Um, my fridge always has it in there and that is a green veggie juice. Just, just oh. full of green juice. I am a big juicer. I like that. Love the juice. Start every juice day fan. with a green juice. I'm all about it. So I have to have that in the fridge because if I'm starting, it, I, I don't really eat breakfast, so I have to. What's start in What's in said green juice? What, what things all, like kale, like all the boring, all the boring shit. Do you have kale, like any like fruits chard. along with it, or is it all just? Um, just it's like got some greens. lemon in there. Um, mm. and maybe some green maybe apple. That's green, green apple. Yeah, um, but yeah, not it, it. The more veggies and the less fruit, the better. The juices for you, really. Um, I went on a kick where I was making juice, and it was just so oh, much work. So, like so the much juicer work. is like it's fine to make it, but the cleanup is the like cleanup. the worst thing of all hassle, time. Hassle, and I gave up. I was like, "This isn't worth it." I'm, yeah, I'm not, that's I'm not why I just this. go to someone who does all the hard work for me. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Just buy also. That would fill up your top five fridge so fast because, like, this juice oh, yeah. presumably has dozens of uh, green ingredients. Yeah, it does. Yeah, that's a good point. So you can't start your fridge would be overrun with you know you'd have a to forest be fair, of kale in there. We have you know, two that. drawers. Like, well, we have like the bottom drawer, which you know you put your meats and all that jazz in, and then we have the two drawers. And I, I am so weird about my fridge that one of them is just a green drawer. So I have like the avocados and the and the lettuce and the, and the onions and the yeah, it's literally. Everything green is in one drawer, and then everything else multicolored is in a different drawer. <laughs> this might expose me as such a weirdo. <laughs> I was thinking subjects. about that when I was making my list. I was like, what stuff can I pick that doesn't make me sound like a psychopath? Like, I don't want to make look like an axe murderer. Oh, that's the point. This why this is such this a revealing why, thing. There's yeah. a reason on Cribs they opened everybody's fridge. You know, they want to know. That's a good point. Everyone that's just did only anyone Gatorade, ever, like did in anyone, the door. Yeah, did anyone ever have anything like truly shocking or was it just always like basically celebrities eat like teenagers? <laughs> it's a lot I of feel like I didn't, I didn't watch a lot of Cribs, but I remember there being, a, it was all like pretty manicured, like very like oh, yeah. someone yeah. had come and professionally arranged a fridge uh, with like There was so much of that water. that was just definitely just not real at all. I mean, oh, yeah. all those MTV shows were like that. Yeah. Anyway, so I have to start my day with the green juice. I do it every day. I love it. Get some veggies in the morning without trying too hard. Just drink it and you and you're done. And if then if I eat like crap the rest of the day, I'm like, oh, at least I got some kind of veggie in there. I mean, it obviously would be better if I was just eating the veggies, which I do also do. Thank you very much. But you know, start the day with it juiced and you're on the right track. I think so. There we go. Number five, green juice. Luke, go. Boom. 
Uh, my five is also green, and you actually mentioned it in passing in your drawer. Um, but I have been on the biggest avocado kick <sighs> over the last couple They're months. They're actually on my list. That, yummy, yummy, yummy. Like, I... And it, honestly, it should like for the last couple of months should be way higher than five. But I have made like avocado toast like almost daily as like my kind of midday when I'm working at home midday lunch situation. I got some of the like everything bagel seasoning, which nice. I love on yep. like an avocado toast. Throw a little sauce on there, a little bit of little whatever, a little topping. Yeah. Season it up. I'm obsessed. So avocados. And then I just put them on everything too. Like. I literally I eat avocado pretty much every day, I think. But it's yeah. very I think I'm pretty much on it. that. Well, I was I was so confused because I went to the store the other day and they didn't have them, but I also went to a terrible grocery store that yeah, it's not good. <laughs> and I was like I was like, Ali, why do they not have avocados? What's going on? Apparently there's some sort of thing about getting avocados now in the US. Like there's some sort of thing with Mexico, like that's some issue. And Ali was saying it was like she looked it up and the she avocados said like a have cartel COVID. Thing. It was like some sort of oh, cartel thing. I was like, what? The no, it's not like a health thing. Yeah, it was like literally some sort of, I don't know. Don't quote is me on this because none avocados. of this could be real. Sorry, Completely like... third sourced information. I have no idea if this is <laughs> to valid To be fair, if all. it came from Ali, it might be a lie. <laughs> That's crazy because like I've always heard your southern border is like so chill and easy to get back and forth. <laughs> yeah, like everything's I'm, super I'm cool there. <laughs> There's really like a lot of, we love cross like, that all the time. <laughs> avocados i also take offense to you calling my wife a liar by the way <laughs> uh, just she knows i am i uh i uh yeah i don't know again this is third hand info and it was like i was walking through a grocery store and she was telling me via her phone so no accuracy on this story at all but all that to say i went to the next grocery store they had avocados i loaded up everything was you fine, were fine. Yeah. but can't go oh, also, right i now. do want to bring up quickly that you also went through a stage where you wouldn't eat avocado because you in didn't fact, want to fall in love with it because it cost extra everywhere you went. I'll tell the story quickly. I'll, I'll <laughs> That's how I feel about cocaine. <laughs> same, same vibes. She's like, I, I, literally, can't, I can't try it because if I like it, I'm in big trouble. So <laughs> Honestly, that's, that is quite literally, that was my basis. So like I started out where I, I had never tried guacamole was the real source of it. And everyone in my life was like, just tell me how great guacamole yeah, was. I was a big, and I was like, like I know yeah. it's great. Everyone, yeah, I get it. It's awesome. But I also, if I like guacamole, have to pay extra money to get it anywhere. You can't just get it as an extra on anything. Like you were at Chipotle, you got to pay two fifty for Fucking it. You're Chipotle. at a, anywhere. You can't just get, get guac's not like I don't know, like sour cream or something. They'll just throw it on. They don't even care. Yeah, yeah. Guac, you got to pay. And I'm like, I don't want to pay extra if I like this thing, so I'm just going to not like it. <laughs> and then everyone got so mad at me for doing that that I just kept it going. I just kept doing it. Dude, literally everyone was so furious that that was my rationale that it became like an actual thing. And I just kept doing it because they got so mad about it. Like all my friends would give me so much shit about it. I was like, sorry, this is actually funny now that you're actually mad about it. So then I did try it and it's exactly what I predicted. I have to have it all the time. <laughs> just like I And I was completely it. right. Now I literally can't go without it. I make it all the time. I eat avocado. I get guac on everything. Uh, guac my life on is everything. better tasting. My life is better tasting. My wallet is less full. But yeah, you've remortgaged your, your home, but you have guacamole on everything. Yeah, I honestly, it is guac worth it. On everything. It's that good. That's how much I like avocado. Okay, Pima, number That's five. That's my story. 
<laughs> I gotta say those are two great choices. And uh before I tell you my We'd the bottom sound all right. So I didn't rank mine when I wrote them down. I did, like I held this up earlier. I did write them down in this post-it note <laughs> while actually looking in my fridge. I was you like, You have to live rank them now though. That's, that's so I'm going rules. to. But part of this is influenced by what you just said, because I was before you guys uh, gave me your green juice and avocado um number fives, I was gonna also go with something green, but I'll save it for later. I'm gonna go champagne. I, mm. I think it's higher up on my list. <laughs> it's higher up, okay. But it's it's an essential. I I think not because every night I'm having it champagne, though that essential. would be nice constantly. But but I think so. It was a piece of advice someone gave a long time ago. It's like probably like passed down from fucking just like bullshit rich people. How they're just like, oh, you must always have this in the house in case this happens. <laughs> but I did like this idea of like, well, what if something great happens? Like you got to have champagne cold, like at all times, because it's I think like that's a fair nothing- life's motto. Right, it's so, like nothing is worse than being like, "Oh, you like got the big job you were applying for." Like, why don't we link up in like five hours yeah, when this well, is drinkable? Let's put on like, some ice and try and speed up. <laughs> right, it's like that never works out. So it, it, it's really if you've already bought the champagne, it costs you nothing to keep it in the fridge. So I keep the champagne in the fridge. That's my number five. That's my reason. I love it. I love that, and I will speak more to it when we get to it later on in my list. Um, I'm going to switch some things around, Luke, and just say avocados is my number four because it's definitely on my list. I love them. I eat them every day. Um, I'm obsessed with them. I put them on everything. I could literally, apart from probably pasta, it's probably the only thing that I don't put an avocado on, but everything else is fair game. It could happen. Like do a little like a pesto, a little avocado pesto yeah, that's true. Yeah, yummy. Um, I don't know. But yeah, so it's just green. I, I don't know yeah. if that flavors actually work, but they're both green things. So. Um, no, you could put avocado and pesto. Easy. Um, I eat them every day, pretty much. I love them. Avocado and everything. Yes, please. You so we're just going to speed through that because we've spoken a lot about avocados. And, uh, you know. People, avocados. if you haven't tried avocado, you should give it a shot. Do you know, just when I was shot. little, I used to see my parents eat them and I was like, Ugh, I don't want any part of that. And I was so stupid. All those years of missing out on avocados. What an idiot. Yeah. What an idiot. Just pick it up and was... go ahead. Go just ahead. eat it like a pear. Pick it up and eat it mm-hmm. like a pear. The hard ball on the inside is still, that's good too. You just got to <laughs> chew it up. Yeah. <laughs> it makes me think scared. of that always sunny episode it's a where <laughs> Charlie's never eaten a pear and Mac makes it, he passes him when he turns around, the whole thing's gone. And he's like, Where's the pear? And he's like, I ate it. And he's like, there were stickers on it. And he's like, yeah, I eat stickers all the time. <laughs> <laughs> I like imagining someone just chomping into a like the freaking outside of an avocado. <laughs> I love it. Have you seen that? It's like Key and Peel, maybe. This is a quick interjection, I guess. Key and Peel, but it's like the skit's called like Continental Breakfast, but there's just this scene where he bites into a banana, like harmonica style, <laughs> with it with the peel still on. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, calling it harmonica style. I know. In the first what place. It's incredible. He takes a bite and he goes, baked to perfection. <laughs> it's a really great scene. <laughs> I love the image. Just it's calling it harmonica style. Yeah, that was immediately. I knew what you meant. Holy shit. Um, yeah. There's a thing where people like you apparently wow. can eat the skin of a kiwi. I don't know why you would want yeah. to, but why? But you can apparently. People do it. Yeah, I heard that too. So bizarre. Why would you want that furry stuff in your mouth? I don't know. Anyway, um, so Luke, that was my number four. Yikes. Cut that out. Ooh. <laughs> nah, we're not going to cut anything out. That's what you're we're gonna, here for. You're going to blast that on the, uh, on the video fine. this week. Um, Luke, number four for you then. Uh, number four. I don't know if you're saying that this is telling about us, but uh, my number four is mustards. 
just all types. Mustard. I have general mustards. I like it yellow. I like it whole grain. I like a Dijon. Ugh, all mustards. I like a, I even do a horseradish mustard, which I used to not be into, <gasps> so but I can do it now. Life. I'm not a big horseradish guy. I've been trying oh, and it's it, coming it, around, it. but the mustard I can totally do. I got like a nice fancy German mustard Ooh. recently. It's got a little horseradishy, a little whole grain. Wait, the one in the tube? Like a toothpaste tube? A, oh. No, I don't know. <laughs> it was just like jazzy. a little... That does sound cool. No, does it I have a lion on it? Is it called Levinshaf? I love this. There's actually, I actually might be. That actually might be, but it's not in That's a little bizarre. tube. That's really funny to me that you were like, I got this German mustard and Pima thinks there's only one German mustard <laughs> in Taiwan. No, but I think it's the big, it's like, it's like do you have ketchup? But like, and they're like, Heinz? And you're like, yeah, I think there's a pretty uh, good chance uh, it's this one. Okay. You know what I mean? I think it's I the big it's German. That. I don't know what it, because it's got a big old German word on the front. So it's probably that. Well, it, would, it shouldn't surprise you to know that I literally have Luke the word mustard shelf written here. Oh, perfect. So I'm going to go there at number four too. My yeah. as in, Talk about your thing. shelf, I couldn't, please. I couldn't pick just one mustard. Yeah. No, I couldn't either. There's no either. way. All of them have it's their essential. own place. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, mustard for every occasion. Yeah. You, you've just, I, I don't even need to echo everything you just said because you're 100% right. There's, there's no, uh, there's no one that will do the trick, but there's a special place for all of them. And I, I will collect them. If someone gives you a mustard, great. I love it's that. not going bad. It'll live yeah. in the fridge and I will find an application for it. It might be two years from now, but I will find yeah. it. You'll find people it. sleep on mustard or it. dislike mustard. And I just don't, I don't know if I trust people. Maybe if like you mustard, come from honestly. parents that don't, because my parents love mustard. So I grew mm. up eating it. So I wonder if it's uh, passed down from I guess it's an thing. interesting flavor if you're never like used to it, but man, it's great. It just so makes good. a sandwich. I'm not really a big sandwich yeah. eater, but I have to have mustard if I'm eating a sandwich. Like, come on. In salad mm. dressing, is I find oh, where yeah, I use it's most really of good. it. I eat a ton of salad. Dressing. Yeah, but even just like a grain mustard stirred in with oh, some yeah. lemon, mm. some oil. Just get the whisk going. I am obsessed with the grain. The whole grain mustard is oh, the most underrated so mustard by far. People do not yeah. realize how great it is. I grew up Little eating a lot of grain mustard, actually. Like ham and like mm. whole grain mustard sandwiches kind mm. of thing. A little charcuterie board, a little, little whole grain on there. Charcuterie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I just want you guys to know I've been keeping track. And so far, everybody, uh, you can't see because my really lights. See, yeah. So avocado, Tick. Luke and Fleur, oh. champagne, me and Fleur, <laughs> mustard, me and Luke. Wow. We have the, uh, we've got a hey, shared got connection a everywhere here. I've got a mustard shelf too, so no, you can put me. But is it on your list? It's not on my list though. Okay. I think list. we could be roommates. I am loving that we, yeah, let's all just get an apartment together and film a TV show. Yeah, <laughs> it'll be a can it be somewhere warm? <laughs> they it just keep eating mustard. I don't, know, I don't know the storyline, but they yeah. eat a lot of mustard. I have to, I have to watch this episode because it's all about the mustard shelf. <laughs> <laughs> okay, ah, then. Um, awesome. My number three, I'm going to cheat slightly. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> is this like, something you have in the pantry no this is something like i have in the, in the lower shelves which might be called a freezer <laughs> uh, uh, frozen goods open up a whole other can for me just saying that's a whole different list if we're going frozen things uh, that's but true. it's such an essential to my life and that's fries <laughs> say it and then i'll either allow it fries or we fries, won't allow fries, it. fries 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 if to we say like leftover fries that you keep in the fridge, Nobody, no leftover fries are horseshit. I don't think this a lot is this is gonna count. Okay, let me think. Well, well mm, 
Okay, you're not going to lie that. So expert. you do number three, and I'll think of something. Here's that's what I'm going to say though, because if fridge. because if we open up the freezer, then ice cream's easily on my like it's right. Not even yes, close. that's like true. But you've already spoken there. about how much you love ice cream in a previous episode. Yeah, I've, in many many episodes. Yeah, I think the freezer can't count. I think the freezer's got to go. It was my <sighs> topic. I'm banning freezer I items. Love that. No okay, okay, okay. Um, well then, <laughs> Luke, you, you do your that. three, and I'll try and think of something that wouldn't be my three. You got to have an honorable mention that didn't quite get there. That you can just pop up a couple notches. Okay. All right, number three for me. I am going to the drinks cabinet as well as you guys did with your champagne. I don't have champagne, but I am doing bubbly water, specifically Topo Chico. Topo as my Chico, spicy water. But any bubbly water will suffice. But if I have, if I get the option to have it, Topo Chico is the one that lives in there the most. Flavored because Topo or standard? Any of it? Flavored, standard. I do standard and I mix it in a lot of stuff or flavored by itself. I mean, I'll even do standard by itself, but any of it, all of it. I did say, I will say this though, and I got a bone to pick with the people at Topo Chico. Uh Oh, they, I was, I was on the road coming back from Nashville and I stopped in a gas station and they had plastic bottled Topo. And I was like, (gasps) that's against the rules. It's gotta be some sort of like, cheaper in a gas station situation i didn't even know they made that wow the whole point i mean the the experience of the glass bottle is so much about the the product i was not happy yeah that's was not too happy and i also didn't buy it so (laughs) purely because that's good that's how they know like i mean if it doesn't sell they're done with plastic so you can't buy bullshit it's people like me that are making a difference they'll be like luke didn't like the plastic a hero Mm -hmm. <laughs> so anyway, yeah, sparkling bubbly Some water. I will say, I did water. not grow up. I did not grow up a sparkling water person. Our family, not at all a thing for us. It was like diet sodas, and that was it. And that was our thing. And I grew it's up really just like the ultimate house. diet soda, isn't it? It's true. I have a theory about sparkling water in America oh. and why it hasn't caught on until like lately. Is that well, obviously, it's just becoming trendier now. But I feel like people got blasted with just Coke products and it's just packed with sugar and it's just crazy strong flavors. And so they try a seltzer water and they're like, this is like the texture of a soda, but it's not nearly as flavorful. So they think they don't like it. And I'm like, you don't look at it like comparing it to like a Coke. It's a totally different thing. It's just water with some action. That's all I'm saying. (laughs) Yeah. Rather than thinking of it as a replacement for soda, for all y'all soda heads listening, don't (laughs) think of this as... Don't think of this as a replacement for your Mountain Dew Code Red. Oh, yeah. This is a replacement for the water, which <laughs> you hate. Imagine exactly. if water was more like soda, not if soda was more like water. This is water for you. Don't think of That's it as saying. soda. Think of it as water. This counts. So then you can be healthy. Drink eight of those around. a day. Yeah, it took me a bit to come around. And then I was like, oh, this is the greatest thing of all time. So just I'm a junkie it. for the last probably 10 yeah. years. I actually don't like sparkling water, but that's because I'm a junkie for just water. Just love it. Obsessed that's with fair. it. So, um, yeah, big big Same. on the water fan. Didn't grow all up, with, water, so- I'm, didn't grow up um, with soda or anything. So I guess I, I, I kind of, I'm fine with fizzy drinks, but I never crave them. So like sparkling water isn't something I'm like, oh, I really want some. I don't know why. It's just how it's yeah. been. Um, okay, for my number three, I had a thought about what is always in my fridge because you would let me have fries, like but that's fine. Um, I am putting at my number three, lemons and limes. 
Ooh, that's a good one. See, Always those can live in, the in the fridge. Always yeah. in my fridge. I put them in the fridge. I don't know why. They don't need to live in a fridge. They could be in the mm. pantry. I do the same. Um, I do the same. But I just like having why. them in the fridge. Yeah, I just chuck them in there. So the limes are obviously in the green drawer and the lemons are in the colorful drawer. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would break my brain because I want to keep those two items together because of their yeah. like genres. Citrus, citrus needs to yeah. look. Yeah, like with oranges. But then the stuff, limes are next to the avocados and they go so well together, you know. That's true. Um, Get a little cilantro. Yeah, mm. I am a big citrus lover. Lemon is another thing that I love to have ridiculous amounts of in my drinks if I'm having anything alcoholic, like cocktail-wise. Sour, the sourer the better, and obviously lime juice is needed on Mexican food by the plentiful. So yeah, lime juice is lots of citrus. Lime juice is good on most things. I feel Uh, like yeah, so good. It's it's so good. Um, Love lime. Lemon is my favorite food. I'm with you. I don't keep it in my fridge, so I didn't include it. But if I did, lemons would absolutely be there. Yeah, lemons. I don't think they need to live there by any means. No, they don't at all. I just chuck them in there. I I'm obsessed with lemons. I can just eat them as they are. Not not like a harmonica, but <laughs> <laughs> I'll cut them into chunks and eat them. I uh, growing uh, up, I'm I used to think about that later when I see a potato. <laughs> I used to have like a little tradition on a Sunday where I'd watch some snooker. John Higgins, shout out to that <laughs> legend, um, and eat lemons. And my fa- I just in the kitchen by myself while my family are watching probably something way better and in the other in the living room. I'd be eating lemons. How old were you doing this? <laughs> like eleven. Eighty five. That's amazing. <laughs> what eleven year old is watching snooker and eating lemons? I know. How bizarre. <laughs> it became like a Sunday night. I just love lemons, so I just love to munch them. Love grapefruits, love all That's of so anything funny. sour. But yeah, so I was watching snooker and eating lemons. But yeah, lemons for life. Limes also lover of so lemon slash limes number three. So Pima, nice. what is your number three? <laughs> I'm going with uh, I I believe this is an, available in America also, but Baby Bell cheese. Oh. Um, do you know these little red? They're individually yes, wrapped. It's a very knows what so like, Baby Bell is. Well, I it's don't not big know. in America though. It is not. Yeah. big. Oh in really? Because you know they're I, fucking huge mm. in England. No. Yeah, I we have it, I, but it's not a big thing. I can't speak to their popularity. I started buying them. I don't even remember why. I think as a gag, I was just like, oh, this will be fun. Like, I remember the like, because it's like waxed on the outside and it's like kind of fun to play with it once you've eaten the cheese. (laughs) Um, But then I discovered uh, it's a really nice portion control type thing. Like, and I don't have to use a knife to cut off a brick of cheese. I do like to eat some cheese with an apple in the morning. But now that I've got a dog, he's fucking obsessed with baby bell cheese. Like obsessed with it. So... I continue to Share buy it because it makes him so excited. He likes the whole ritual of it. He see he sees the red, you know, <laughs> the awesome. fishnet the bag as I take drawer. it out of the fridge. That's what he hears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But then he see I have to unwrap it and then it's still not open. Then you got to unwrap the wax part and he loves this whole thing. He just starts drooling like a maniac. Um, and I just love to share a baby bell cheese with Hugo, my dog. So, that's um, so it's, man. it's one of that's these an, things that's that a commercial. like, I know yeah, when I go to the store, I like, I literally think to my cheese, it's like, do I have baby bells? No, I should buy some. And also, yeah. do so, I have enough that if I share half with Hugo, then there should right. be some left? <laughs> exactly. Cause he eats probably a third of them. I'd say he eats a third of each cheese. I don't want to overstuff him with the cheese. Yeah. But, you can't yeah give him baby bell much. cheese. Number three, kind of a weird choice, but. The dog it's interesting. I'm my myself not a cheese person hugely, but I do have moments every so often, like every couple of months, I'll crave a bit of cheese. Um, I d- I'm not into baby bell. I didn't. I I didn't really it's not good was into cheese. them. No, um, there is something that's like here that I get that's mini mini tiny wrapped um, breeze. 
They're just little circles of oh, brie. Yeah. They're the same size as a does, baby bell, but it's a bit of brie. Does it have a rind? Uh-huh. Interesting. Yeah, and so I get those, and they're in their own individual packets. But if I'm craving cheese, which I do every couple of months, then I'll have one of those. But yeah, like do you, you said, cut it, or you just control. pop it in like it's oh, a skittle? Oh god, no, it's too big to try. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not so much of a lover of cheese that I'm just throwing brie in my mouth. <laughs> I love cheese, but I can't stock it too hard because I'll just eat the shit out of it, and then I'm just like, I shouldn't be eating this much cheese. Yeah, I do. We the stuff I get is usually like reduced fat, and it's just to top some kind of enchiladas or something but um mm. obviously raffi our, little, our little dog cotija, little cotija yeah, oh yummy Ooh. um mm. i'm a i'm a big That's palm a lover i should put palm on my list but um mm. love a palm yeah raffi can't have the full fat stuff anymore so we just get reduced oh, stuff if he can have some because of his uh sickness poor but, tummy poor guy but yeah so he he doesn't get the baby bells but if they do low fat baby bells i might start they buying do them they're him. light blue i believe okay, so take, interesting. look out for those in the supermarket i will next time i go i'll treat raffi with a little, a whole world little baby bell ritual <laughs> yeah <laughs> start a revolution <laughs> you feel like a salesman for baby bell here I yeah like i don't think contract. they'd love that the new commercial baby bell Good for dogs. Like, with, <laughs> what? If you're a human, baby your, dog, no, it great. would be share with your family and have uh, you feeding your you, dog that's and true. sharing yeah. it. See, I've just written the advert for them. They are a millions. They are a millions. It's true. Amazing. Yeah. yeah. Um, wow. Well, I'm going to go for number two, and that is, of course, champagne, darling. I am obsessed mm, with champagne. Um, love the bubbles. Especially during Christmas time, I get through so many bottles of the stuff. I literally, whenever I'm at my parents' house, I'll take out a bottle of champagne from the fridge and just replace it with another bottle for later. And the, the it, it literally is just pull one out, put one in, pull one out, put one in, because they have so much shit in their fridge. There's only room for one. But um, yeah, big champagne lover, man, my birth like just there should always be champagne in the fridge. Always, there's always going to be something to celebrate, in my opinion. And, I will um, say my love of champagne has gone up dramatically since you've been a part of the family. Yes. I, I was like kind of whatever about champagne, but now I'm like, I need champagne all the time. This is the best thing of all I time. I definitely have forced it upon all of you. <laughs> um, I do love champagne, though. It's I, so I delicious. It. So delicious. It's not on my list, but I support the movement. Yeah, very, very, very delicious. Um, all about it. I, I'm not like a huge white wine drinker, so champagne is one of the only white wines I'll, I'll dabble in. Um, Often made with red wine grapes. Yes. So there you go. Yeah. That, but that's I think it's even warm. good on a bad day. There's this, like, I think a great quote, something like, um, like, don't save good wine for a good day. Like any wine is good on a good day. Drink good wine on a bad day. I love that. Like, the, right. And that makes a lot of sense. Like, I think champagne, you know, even if you're having a kind of a rough day, like, how's that not going to brighten up your I mood? Know, like it definitely will. It's the whole, it's yeah. like another ritual thing. It's like the sound of the pop in the cork and... Like yep. tipping the glass sideways so it, the, the bubbles don't just go over the top. Do you know what I mean? It just I don't know. I just have always loved it from a, probably too young of an age and um, still love it to this day. And I do, I can't have enough of it. Like after December, I do dry January because I've had probably too much champagne and I feel a bit like a little bit over it. But once February rocks around, I'm back on the champagne, champagne train. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, champagne was on my list. Number two, beautiful. Makes me want to have some right now. Um, I have some love after that. this. Luke, two for you. Uh, number two, I'm, I'm, I had to have an alcohol. And uh, anyone that knows me at all probably knows this about me. But I had to have hams in my fridge, specifically the beer. Hams! The light beer. It's the light beer of choice in my house. Hams beer. 
Everyone knows that. That's my thing. I don't even know what else to say about it because I've spoken say, about it so much on this I was just about to podcast. say, were we sponsored by them at some point, but I don't think we were. I never got a full sponsorship, but I sure tried. Oh, okay, but yeah. I, I, I couldn't remember them. if we got a sponsorship. I don't really need a sponsorship, though, because it's so cheap. It's so that's cheap. It doesn't matter. It. Yeah. That's why everyone's so sponsored much. by Ham's beer. Yeah. It's, it's so just, cheap. Go to, your, go to the store. You're sponsored by Ham's. <laughs> why did I know you were going to say Ham's? As soon as you said, you said an alcohol, in my head, I was like, yeah. Ham's. And we don't even sell Ham's here. It's so yeah. far out of like Canadian life. There's You can't get a Ham's here. I don't drink a I Ham's. I wasn't turned on to it till like, I don't know. Maybe, but why did I know been, you liked it? What yeah. shared hands we post about it all the time? <laughs> it's I, like I, I got, I, yeah, I do talk about it on social media every once in a while, so that's probably why. I don't know. <laughs> I think we should have a shared hams experience, though. If we haven't, everyone should. <laughs> yeah, we should have a yeah, hams another good day ad. on tour. Or have something. a ha- have a hams. Have a hams. We've yeah. done another advert, guys. We should be in advertising. We'd be making a fortune right now. Yeah. It really is just my it's just my go to light, shitty, cheap beer, man. I just love it. Just love it. Are you drinking beer right just now, Pima? Yes, I am. What, yeah. what are you drinking? That's fancier that- than hams. It's it is fancy, but it's it's become less fancy over the last little bit. Uh, it's Bellwoods Brewery, which is a Toronto brewery. It used to be very small. Billy used to work there, actually. Huh, um, but since then, they've they've expanded quite a lot. It's still Toronto based, but they've just like really ramped up production. It's available widely throughout Ontario now. So um, nice. I actually just got this at the LCBO, which is our um, government liquor store. It's the only liquor store we're allowed to have here. So oh. here it is. What? It's pretty good. Wow. Yeah, Wait. we don't have. Uh, you can't buy beer. Through COVID, this got amended slightly. But say, I'll talk as though it's 2019. Okay. You can only buy liquor, beer, wine, et cetera, at the government store, which is the LCBO, wow. the Liquor Control Board of Ontario. What? That's crazy. This is blowing my is. mind. That's even yeah. worse than on here. Like on a Sunday, you can't buy liquor after like 4 p.m. in some places. This is mind-blowing to me. Yeah, it's it's definitely like bad in a way that's like maybe slightly different from that because it, obviously it's closed on statutory holidays. So there's yeah. many of those because it's government. Just got a plan ahead. <laughs> there's a few good things like, for example, I I brought back a bottle of wine I purchased that was a fairly expensive bottle of wine, like a fucking $70 bottle of wine mm. that I opened last night and was corked. Mm. So I brought it back, no receipt and was like, this was corked and they gave me my money back. So oh, that's wow. like maybe a, a benefit, but for sure it's a super fucked up system here and we could do a whole different podcast about that yeah but, um, huh. a benefit is they take back your corked wine <laughs> yeah with no questions asked they're just like okay Wait, it's so corked, it's not like, like the uk where you can literally go into any shop and buy any alcohol you want at any time of the day no like it's changed a little bit if you had if you were like a restaurant they allowed during COVID everyone to kind of pivot to being a bottle shop because otherwise yeah, every restaurant was going to yeah. fail yeah and so those yeah. temporary laws are sticking around. So it's going to change slightly. Mm-hmm. But the weird thing is like you would have wholesale pricing. Like if you opened a liquor store in Columbus, you would have access to wholesale pricing. So you'd be able to buy a bottle of absolute vodka for $15 and sell it for 25 You here, you can't do that. Like you as a retailer have to buy the alcohol at the landed cost, which is the same cost the LCBO sells it at. So like- Whoa. And because there was no other alcohol retail, it was all restaurant retail. So there was yeah. going to be a markup anyway, and it didn't really matter. But now that there's competing retail, it's really whack. Like everything is kind of, wow. they're going to have to change a bunch of shit. It's very what crazy. My, thing. Wait, my so girlfriend is a wine importer. So yeah. like everything. Is that all of it, Canada like that? No, just Ontario. Oh, Wait, so you okay. can't go to just like the supermarket or the, or the grocery store and just buy beer? 
they sell that's changed they do sell beer there now but again wow. it's it's way more expensive than it should be that is but crazy you are blowing my mind a, i did not know this about are, canada i just assumed like it would be the same complicated as the uk stuff that there there is something called the beer store which was the government allowed for some reason so Labatt and Molson could come together and they owned it 50-50 and they could sell beer. It's all so corrupt with the liquor here. It's crazy, really dude. fucked up. I, I think wow. I genuinely just assumed it would be similar because obviously Queen is the Queen is your head of state kind of thing. I just thought you'd have the same kind of rules, but that's mind-blowing to she me. She has. Blimey. We didn't listen to her. She had that great idea and we just said, yeah. no, we're going to do it our way. It makes no sense. Um, but my suck. number two... <laughs> My number two I, is is not an alcohol. My number two is cilantro. Uh, oh, uh, I have that in my fridge right now. In my green, ago. in my green. It's got to be in the green side. <laughs> I, Luke mentioned it earlier. It goes great with limes and avocados. Uh, uh, I put it in basically every salad I've ever made. Mm. Mm. Um, I love throwing it on top of basically like you make like I make a chimichurri with a steak. You throw it on top of some chicken oh. is good. It's awesome on pork. Mm. Like all the meats. So good. Uh, I think cilantro is so versatile. And frankly, I'm sure it's the same at your supermarkets but you can't buy cilantro in a small quantity like it comes in a bushel <laughs> no, it's the and- giant bunch <laughs> so you start using it a lot and then you're like wow this is a versatile herb yeah yeah because it goes it. bad pretty quick as well because they buy yeah. in, like wet bunches here or something yeah. i started <laughs> growing some like a couple years ago and it's really great to have as like Smart. an herb in the little herb garden action yeah, and then you can actually just take some scissors and get what you need rather than getting like a metric ton of it. I, I every and when it's warm, it's gonna happen again. That's snip, great. Snip. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So I we're all in agreement here. Big cilantro. I love that. I didn't really think of herbs. Yeah, um, I didn't either. It didn't even cross my mind. But yeah, cilantro. I guess it's because I don't regularly have them stocked, but I should yeah. do that more. But I do I, every time I have it. it, I love having it. But not you when it's cold, it. you know. Like uh-huh. well, yeah, I guess in this in the when it's warm I do have it stocked just not in a fridge yeah well yeah. it's my frank's red hot i put that shit on everything i really like, I like it. that i like that it's not interesting a lot of people don't like cilantro is that or is it parsley people don't like i no, kind of like right. parsley every so often but parsley they say there's a gene where it makes people it makes people uh, perceive the taste to be like soapy yeah and i'm just so glad i don't oh have that yeah gene. i remember hearing about that that blew my mind when i heard about that cilantro yeah, so i want to meet one of those people if you're one of those people i'm gonna just do a little thing for your podcast. If you're one of those people, please write us at info at mytoppod.org uh, um, and just uh, make the subject line, I'm a freak and I taste soap cilantro. Exactly like that. Just do everything I just said and Fleur and Luke will get back to you with a series if of questions and I'll be right. At, steps, at my will, taste buds. Uh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> 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 You should, um, you should check that out, people. <laughs> um, okay, we're down to number ones. Boom. We all know what my number one's going to be. I never stopped talking yeah, about this it. Isn't even... um, I, there's no question. And if you don't keep it in your fridge, then you're a heathen and we're not friends. And so, you know, yeah, my parents don't. And I scold them for it every single time I'm at their house. They never have done. And I want to murder them about it. And that is the king that is ketchup. <laughs> Ooh. The chup. Controversial. The chup. I call it chup. Ketchup on everything. Well, not everything, but it's the, mo- the condiment that goes with most things in my life. Um, Speaking of ketchup, you, you talk about it all the time. We don't yeah. need to have a whole thing about yeah. it. But I, I do want to bring up something about ketchup. Okay. I was listening to some other podcast recently, okay. and it's just like a some other chatting podcast, and they are talking about this, that like one of the hosts always keeps their ketchup out of the fridge and didn't know that other people didn't like that wasn't like the thing and i was like i've always had it in the fridge i didn't even know that you could not have it in the fridge 
but like yeah. apparently there's a whole world of people that don't yeah, it's just and in I'm the like cupboard. what i think even Heinz, like even Heinz has been like he's, you just keep it in the cupboard but is it just I because you like it cold versus room temp is that the love, situation love it cold it usually ends up being a bit thicker if it's colder mm. which i appreciate because i love a thick ketchup i actually don't use Heinz. um i use hunts extra thick because i like to be able to scoop my ketchup thick with two c's um yeah <laughs> um and uh yeah so i used to go to my friend's house when i was younger after school and we'd get chips from the chippy which is chunky fries for those americans listening um and her family always kept ketchup in the fridge and i think it's because it was in a in a glass bottle but it would come out so thick and the mm -hmm. hot chips scooping up the cold ketchup was just magical. So I think and you've just been chasing always, that high for. Uh, a I literally have. I've never, I've never been able to recreate it, and it <laughs> breaks my heart. Um, and no, I think ketchup should be in the fridge. I keep ketchup in the fridge. I have one in the cupboard, and as soon as one gets low in the fridge, I then put the next one in the fridge. So I always have cold ketchup. Have a whole system. Rotating ketchup supply. Um, yeah. Anyone who knows me and anyone who listens to this knows I'm obsessed with ketchup. So there was only one answer that could have been number one for me, and that is ketchup. I'm a huge condiment lover. We have condiment shelves for days. We have like three condiment shelves, maybe four in our fridge. I don't even know. But um, yeah, ketchup is king all the time, always, forever. Respect. Love you for life. Respect. Not in my top five, though. No. I know we have no. a difference of opinion on this, but I well, like yeah, I mean, sometimes it's I go to Luke's not... house and there's not even ketchup there. I, I, I have am, to check. I am a culprit of not having ketchup stock sometimes, I will say. Me too. Not a ketchup honest. person, neither is Erica. So it, we do have ketchup heart. at the moment because I made burgers. I had to make the burger sauce, so nice. I have some ketchup mm -hmm. right now. But I don't. I definitely don't buy it if I don't need it specifically for something. Isn't that crazy? The, the different things that people buy. You always have cilantro in the fridge, but not ketchup. I know. It's fair. It's fair. I don't, there's just not a lot I put ketchup on. But you said, you were talking about, it, this would have made a lot more sense to me, at least with the fries, if we allowed mm -hmm. the fries to stay in. Yes. But Flo like, likes it on anything. Don't no, let the yeah. fries thing yeah, fool you. That's, that like she, yeah. the, the, that's just a... That's just one vehicle I will for put the ketchup. It on Look, I just don't like dry food. So I think there mm. is a sauce or condiment for everything that anyone eats in their entire life. And it just I happens. think that's my thing. I think that is my thing about ketchup is that I just love condiments so much that like ketchup gets lost in my sea of other condiments yeah. that I love. Yeah. Mm. Like I always, and I don't mean to be disparaging to ketchup because I do appreciate it and it has its place, but I almost always opt for like barbecue sauce over ketchup. I love because a spicy it's got more barbecue. Going on. Yeah, yeah. It's no, just got I, more, got more I stuff agree, to but I think that ketchup is not, it's not blander. That's a stupid word, but it's easier of a taste to go with more things, I think. Like it spicy is barbecue a, is more harsh yeah, of a taste. That's so a I think fair it, point. It has you wouldn't put that on everything that you put ketchup yeah, on, I guess. Exactly. That's a good point. So there we go. Ketchup forever. Love you. Respect. I will die hugging ketchup. a jar. I'm gonna say an anti ketchup. You said at the start it's your job to disagree. I'm Oh yeah, you can ketchup's, disagree. Ketchup sucks. You for it. It's dumb. Ketchup <laughs> is uh, ketchup. Okay, ketchup if you don't I'm gonna ask you after we're done if a condiment isn't your number one, what your condiment of choice is, but we'll we will No, it's mustard. I already said it. That's why it's there. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Luke. I love mustard. Mm. Number one. Number one is was an easy, easy, easy one for me. It was like that's it's a, ketchup. It, again, it, it's like hams <laughs> that if you know me at all, it's like you with ketchup, like hot sauce. Yeah. Hot sauce is my mm. thing. Fleur told me what the like the what you had picked as the category, and I said, <laughs> "Can I just have five hot sauces? Just be my top five because that probably is more applicable than all the other things I said." I said you should but, have done that. I'm just kind of sad you didn't. I know. <laughs> well, my problem is is that I I rotate hot sauces all the time, so yeah. I I hardly ever have the same. I always have Frank's 
Frank's is always in my fridge Chula. because that's like the daily the daily driver. It's just the like it's very not spicy and you can just chuck yeah, it on you just anything. Yeah, chuck it on everything. And, it's the ketchup with hot sauces. It is. It very much is. But I also have ev- like just Local any ki- I just have sauce. tons of hot sauce. I Chilingas. also make it now. So most of what I stock is like stuff that I make. So I Oh, send some up here. I would love <laughs> send to. a jar. I mean, it's more just a hobby, but I, I would love to give you some. Give Caleb yeah, some I'm not, I don't own a store. Just, I want to put it on. <laughs> I mean, some I'm stuff. not trying to like. I'm not going to stock you, but if you, uh, yeah. I, I, I didn't want you to think. I, well, I, I didn't know you think I was store. like selling. I didn't know you think I was like like peddling hot sauce or something. Like, no, maybe no, I, should, I want but. a little. I want a little sketchy. Like, put, little fuck, man, put it in a Ziploc bag. I actually, now that you say that, I legitimately. So I started growing peppers a couple years back in the same way of the cilantro, but. I started growing crazy hot peppers just because it's fun and it's a lot, it's not hard to do. And so I started making crazy hot sauce out of those peppers. And so I got a bunch of little sample bottles so I could give them out to my friends because I have so much hot sauce I don't have to do with it. (laughs) But I really enjoy it. And, but that's all that to say, whether I make it or buy it, I just, I put hot sauce and I know it's the commercial of Frank's, but I literally put it on everything. I cannot eat. Allie makes funny. I, I have to now. She'll make a, a like a meal, and I'll say like, "I need you to know, I'm not like saying the food isn't good. I just need some hot sauce on it. It's not just taking away from your skills as a cook here, but so that's I have to ask." How, that's honestly how I. Care, that's but. how I feel about ketchup. I used to always think I was like offending my mom, and she probably felt that way a little bit. But I was like, "Your cooking's amazing. I just, I just yeah. need the ketchup." It's there's a th- if you put ketchup on like a steak, then we'd have a conversation. But. I don't, at a steakhouse, no, definitely not. I yeah. would probably maybe yeah. slip a little onto the plate at home just for the, usually usually oh. for the potato element no. that's going with my no. steak. Calm Fleur. down. Caleb, I like, Caleb's okay with that. I he like, takes his steak pretty seriously. Okay, I calm down. I take my steak very seriously too. It's usually <laughs> to just go with the potato accompaniment. That's oh, a whole different um, conversation. Okay. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not like just sitting there pouring ketchup on my steak. That's sacrilege. I would never, ever do that. Like Patrick so. Mahomes. Really, <laughs> really? Yeah, that's like his thing. It's so weird. Yikes. Okay. Yeah, so I, I, all that to say, hot sauce, everything. That's, that's my favorite thing. Okay, in the so whole condiments world. are king so far. Pima, what yeah. have you got? Number one. So, I kind of went out of order as we, you know, as a, we kind of, I didn't rank them. I guess coming in, as I said. So, the two I have remaining are sort of like diametric opposites. Okay. And I'm gonna go with the uh, like snootier one. I am, after all, in Silverstein, as you said. So, number one for me is vermouth. Uh, <laughs> and right. there is a good that reason for this. <laughs> That is snooty. Vermouth is actually, okay, so it's like, I think a lot of people think of vermouth as like a component of a cocktail, mm-hmm. or they don't think of it at all. That's probably more likely. But um, vermouth on the rocks with a twist, you know, lemon or orange. Yeah. Really? Um, yeah, Caleb used banging. to love that. It's yeah. so good. I've never done that. Yeah, Caleb it's, used it's to be the best. it, yeah. But the thing is with vermouth, Cookie. unlike, because it's a fortified wine, not a, like a grain spirit, it has to be refrigerated once you've opened mm-hmm. it, but you're not going to take a bottle of it down like a bottle of wine. Right. So if you are going to have any vermouth at all, it's got to reside in the fridge. And if you're interested in vermouth, as I and uh, my partner Erica are, 
your a lot of your fridge is going to be vermouth. You know what I mean? Because you're going to have like, <laughs> like twenty bit, different like, vermouths going. On. Right? We like I think on average we have five or six different bottles That's of vermouth amazing. in the fridge. Just because it's like you can't just drink them all in one go. It's not like a bottle it's of wine true. like yeah. that. It's not enjoyable, and it's not like a whiskey. So it's got to go in the fridge. So almost out of necessity, it becomes number one. Because if you want to be interested in vermouth and and it's you know what it's fairly inexpensive. Also, it's way How cheaper than wine. How does it keep yeah. in the fridge? I always wonder this. I find oh, myself throwing it away sometimes. Vermouth, like almost indefinitely, I'd say in the fridge. Really? Okay. That's yeah. Yeah. It's just as long Man, as it I need doesn't to try get it straight. Out. I've never, I've never just had it. Do you know what yeah. is my equivalent of that? Is dry white port. Oh sure. Yeah. Same so deal. Right. Good like, with just a bit of lemon and some ice and maybe a splash of tonic water. But I can yeah, see that. Lots oh of yeah. Lemon. Vermouth with delicious. If you get like a, a like a, a dark sweet vermouth, like I wouldn't do this with like Martini Rosso. Like I'd get something yeah. better, like Carpano Antica <laughs> or something like this. But vermouth and champagne or cava even better like the spanish sparkling wine yeah. one to one with some lemon Damn. spanish I love a champagne cocktail, awesome. yeah. it's super mm. fucking good and it's like sort of a, a maybe a little like more herbaceous version or, or a little darker version of like a campari or do you call them what do you say with the aperol yeah. 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 no what's the aperol, aperol spritz? spritz oh with yeah, aperol it's like yeah, it's yeah, like yeah, a, yeah. it's like an adult aperol spritz almost so it's like an aperol yeah. spritz is for parties this yeah. is for like reflection been utilizing vermouth enough that's for sure i want to know what your other was your other number one iceberg lettuce iceberg of all the lettuce you could have yeah there's only it's one place Oh, definitely over romaine. Romaine's at the bottom wow. of my lettuce list. Romaine? Mine, wow. mine is spinach Man. and arugula or um, whatever we call it in England. Those but, are good. Um, I I love. I, I always like, have that in the fridge. Love spinach. Iceberg. Like I make a lot of. I'm like I like to make a good smash burger, and you got to have shredded mm. iceberg on the smash burger. Yeah, that's a fair point. And iceberg is very good with Mexican food as well. Exactly, mm-hmm. and that's it's just it's just that crunch on a sandwich. Like you get one of those, like one of the sort of like the white section that's near the base of it. Like it's very crunchy and good. I, think, and it's I so find cheap. it goes bad really quick, though. It does, it does but really it costs right. nothing. It's basically That's true. free. It's super cheap, yeah. Very true. true. I'm happy so, you went for like, vermouth. A, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, vermouth's definitely better. It's maybe more it's interesting, snooty. but I could argue about iceberg for a while. But yeah, that was my other one. Okay, I'm going to tell you now that there, um, for sure. when me and Caleb, I was like, oh, I've got the podcast with PMR later. And he, he was like... Um, Oh, I, I bet I know what's going to be in his top five or whatever. And at the same time, we both sent to each other. He put beer, first of all, which I did mm. not put. But at the same time, we both put wine, comma, cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> As you see, I'm off the cigs. I got this. I got the vape. I'm just, I'm pure vape now. I haven't had an actual cigarette in some time. What? Wow. Who are you? I don't I know, know if I, I like I, this version of you. Look, I don't either. I <laughs> I never liked myself that much to begin with, but this is, um, it's a whole new low. <laughs> The bar was already down, but here yeah. We uh, can you at least carry a cigarette around in your mouth, even if it's not you know, lit, just for the sake of the how I know you? If anytime anyone pulls a camera out, I'm like, let me put this robotic one away. Can you real one? But we were Erica and I just went to Mexico, and I smoked there because you can just yeah. kind of smoke at bars and stuff yeah. there. And I was like, well, let's see, like how I like it. Again, I don't know, no risk. I don't care. I'm like not doing this for any real reason. Yeah. Um, and I was like, I I smoked for the week we were there, like a lot kind of and then as soon as we were like leaving for the airport i just like left the pack and didn't think about it again so that's i i've been hoping to get to this place in my relationship with smoking as as you guys both know listeners may not but i'm smoking a lot for a long time so i like that i don't 
need to do it. But also for your health, I'm happy so for much. you. For your health, I'm your happy health, for you. Happy. For your photo aesthetic on Instagram, I'm sad because you look very good with yeah. a cigarette. True. <laughs> yeah. Wow. True. <laughs> okay. Well, I want some questions and then uh, we'll wrap this bad boy up. So uh, speaking of cigarettes, which you don't do anymore, this is a completely unapplicable question that we got. But if you have to pick one, cigarettes or wine? I think oh, I wine for now. sure. Yeah. There's no doubt. Say, but put even, yourself in your put yourself back when you were yeah. a full time smoker. Even, speak I, a year ago. <laughs> even a year ago, I think wine. Um, oh, ooh, it's tough. <laughs> it's tough. And you can't <laughs> vape either. I feel like it's just yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. If you can't vape. One. If you can't vape for the I think sake I'd of probably, the hypothetical, I think I probably take this cigarette. Then I don't know. You just like it's got me through more uh, more tough times with and like still been able to drive a car. You know what I mean? Like. You can like it's always really, there for you. You know, like yeah, yeah, having a really rough go, and you can like chain smoke a whole pack of cigarettes, and be like, I'm, I'm out of here, yeah. and you can like get pulled over and like anything to drink tonight. So it's like, no, I've just had forty five cigarettes. <laughs> um, that's fine. So we like I haven't that. smoked it's, in many, many years, and I am just like, man, that sounds awesome. <laughs> it does kind of sound really cool, right? But it sucks, and you shouldn't do it. But it sounds pretty cool. But, but don't yeah, do it, kids. Do not smoke. Especially my son. Obviously, yes. at present, I go, yeah, yeah, Luke's son, any offspring. Although, to be there, fair, right? I was smoking at like 11. I'm going to be that like aunt that was a really bad influence. So by the time he's two, I'm going to be like, have a sip of this wine. And I'll be like, <laughs> I turned out it. fine. And Luke's going to be Wine's like, did good. you? You're European. It's normal. <laughs> 11. Exactly. It's yeah. late. <laughs> <laughs> In Europe, we don't have any of this shit. <sighs> um, okay. Okay. <laughs> So a lot, I don't know if a lot of people know, but you had obviously a bunch of bands before you joined Silverstein. This question is, if I was going to listen to I'm Committing a Sin, what is the best song by them? Yeah, Orange, the one we did with Caleb, actually. It's, it's, <laughs> it, and I'm not just saying that, but it's, uh, it's, the best, it's the best, most interesting one, I think. The old stuff is like very old and uh, it's badly recorded and we are really young. So it's like just less, obviously, like I know... A little i know what i'm doing now like back then i didn't really know what i was doing it was helpful and if you are interested in you actually can't listen to it anyway maybe on youtube but if you're interested in hearing like what it sounds like me feeling around in the dark trying to figure out what a song is <laughs> um that's a good place to start i suppose but if you actually want a good song orange is uh the only one on spotify and caleb wrote it with me and uh and the singer daniel look at you guys you're so cute together love it um, uh okay last this question one is, that we'll end it, with yeah Yo, you want to go? No, you, you do, do it. Go for it. Read it if at the same time. Could live, if you could live, <laughs> live in, any in any other, other city, city in the world, <laughs> where would it be? <laughs> this is a, I, this kind of cuts to the, the bone a little bit here because I'm like, because Toronto has been, the weather has been, by the way, this is like the worst winter we've had oh, in memory. Like it's been so, so snowy and Ugh. cold and I, I just, it hasn't been like this, uh, at least in my memory and that on top of all the lockdowns and everything and like, just how much the social landscape has changed here. I've just like spent some of those darker days just like on Zillow looking at different houses in different parts of the um, the world. I don't know where I'd live. I really like Mexico like a lot, um, but my Spanish is pretty bad. So I think if like realistically it would have to be somewhere English speaking, I think like somewhere in California would probably have to be somewhere in California. Well, me and Caleb are um, moving there, so come join. Come live with us. Yeah. That'd be great. Right, do you want to buy a second house that I can live in? You can buy two <laughs> houses. I house. I literally, <laughs> the other one. all of my friends, I keep saying, so when are you moving out to California? And every time they're like, ah, oh, this bit is like sucky in my life. I'm like, well, you know, if you move to California, then you'd be <laughs> like, I literally text like Allie all the time. If you lived in California. <laughs> 
Yeah, if it was that, affordable at any capacity, <laughs> it's, it's got to be there. Yeah, it's extremely expensive. Also, it's like I mean, like it's tough insane. to imagine leaving Canada because, um, you know, we do a lot of our touring in the states, so we yeah. get paid in U.S. dollars a lot of time, and then we come home, it's and then I get to take advantage of that exchange rate because, like, it's basically like I get like a twenty-five percent bonus on every paycheck I get. Love that, which That's is pretty awesome. sick. Uh, so to live in the states, I'd have to give that up. Um, which would be tough, but I'd also not have to buy like winter tires or like, and you'd also not coat. have to go to a special store to buy beer. <laughs> true. Yeah. true, that's true. That's true. Your, your beer costs would drop. Right. It's settled. Just send me your uh, address or at least your zip code so I can find something close to where you okay. guys are living. I'm all about that life. Um, thank you for joining us today, Pima. Um, I laughed a lot. Yay. And I am very happy about all of our choices. We did. I really like this. I, like to- I wish crossover. people did topics like this more. I'm tired of talking about movies and <laughs> what freaking stupid Luke, pick stop better shitting topics, on our guests. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not shitting on them. I'm just saying this is an exceptionally good topic. I've loved every single topic we've ever done, but this one stands <laughs> out. It always is fun to talk about bizarre things, personal things that are a bit more, gives you an insight into someone's life. I'm just I think. passionate about my stuff in my fridge. You know? Luke, did Fleur She's tell you about me. the topic I really wanted to do, but she she said no? No, I don't think so. I don't remember Top what five hats? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm here for it. Here what for what it. would have been number back. one? Bowler hat. I can't remember what you told me. <laughs> no, my number one, I thought it was a real curveball, was helmet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so happy you brought this up because I it's forgot like, to bring it up. <laughs> is that even a hat? It's like the I, hot no, dog sandwich debate. That's. I mean, this is why I thought it was the perfect number one. We can <laughs> even. I'll even throw helmet away and I'll come back. You know, in a few months, and we can do top five hats if you guys want. Bucket, I think really you've fun. got your bucket. Your don't spoil it. Don't spoil it. Yeah, Buckets there's lots of sombrero. A huge like, there's tons. Hat, trucker hat. Sure. Hat. The, yeah. Um, the big what about one? the flat? What's the ones the, the queen boy. wear? <laughs> sure, the oh, black the, uh, like the yeah. uh, the peaky the blinders hat, peaky yeah, blinders yeah. hat. Yeah. 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 Um, There's lots of hats out there. I, think I guess I didn't even realize about how many hats. We might have a list. Yeah, I think a New York Yankees hat is its own kind of hat. Oh, like it's not a even fair, a baseball hat. It's its own genre. Honestly, that's fair. <laughs> that's a fair assessment. It's a style icon. Oh, I forgot yeah. about the hat thing, the helmet. Uh, oh awesome. my gosh. Okay, let's leave it that's there. Awesome. <laughs> this was fun too, though. But yeah, thanks for having me, guys. This is great. <laughs>